Good morning, I'm Rosie. I'm going to do my episode today um, talking about, well, it's my birthday is next month. And so I'm going to talk about that in the context of this subject matter that I have going with my podcast series, um, being in a narcissistic family set up and all of that stuff. Um, so it's very typical for someone in my position to find that your major, well not, I don't know if you call them major life events, but the big occasions are very stressful and my birthday is definitely up there. My birthday and Christmas are the biggest ones and then there's also the difficult other um, events like my mum's birthday, Mother's Day, all of that. So my birthday, it's just over a month away, so it's in October and creeping in is anxiety. I'm starting to think about the fact that it's my birthday coming up and with that comes along a whole pot of anxiety. Um, I hate it, obviously I hate it. Normally someone would be looking forward to their birthday and it's something to celebrate and something to plan nice things and you know, it's a lovely time. It's not when you're in a situation like me. Um, I have a very long history of very difficult birthdays. And my birthdays weren't necessarily difficult, but um, there's all that dynamic stuff that comes into play at these times. Uh, Probably sounds vague and a bit confusing, so I'll have to explain it more. Um, Just thinking about this year, just thinking about okay, I've got anxious feelings coming, anxiety is building up, why would that be for me? So I have to sort of explore it. Um, I just noticed that the anxiety was building up, so I had to sort of stop and think, hang on, what's this about? And then sort of realise that it's associated with my birthday coming up and all the thoughts and feelings that are piling in as a result of that Um, and for me this year it's always sadness a huge amount of sadness normally for your birthday it's when your family celebrate your birthday and you get spoilt by your family and they acknowledge your birthday and you normally have a family event and all that sort of thing and having not that sort of set up with the family that I came from that's definitely not going to happen and because I'm pretty much no contact with everybody um, it's most certainly not going to happen and you have two anxious feelings with it one the fact the loneliness of not having them fuss over you or you know just be there but then there's the other one that maybe they will And I will no doubt get a text from some siblings, maybe an email, maybe a Facebook message, 
I'll probably get that from siblings and that causes me anxiety um, because I hate that. I hate hearing nothing from them all year. I hate them not asking how I am or anything like that, but just sending a dutiful birthday, wishing you a happy birthday. I really, really hate that. Um, so it's hard to know what you prefer. Do you prefer not to hear from them at all and feel completely ignored? Or do you want that? And I guess I don't want any of that. I want a nice, normal family. That's what I want. That's what I really want, proper, normal relationships. Um, so either of those is not a good outcome because neither of them are going to make me feel any good. Um, just the very bland happy birthday message is exactly that. It's not personal. It's very bland and it's just come out of, you know, duty. Um, it's not an actual really caring, thoughtful gesture. So that always makes me feel sad and disappointed and the reality of everything. And um, But if you get nothing, then you're also going to feel completely unworthy. So, you know, neither of them are any good. What you'd really like is to have good relationships and a real proper um, heartfelt birthday gesture. I guess that's what you'd really like. I, I need to say I. Um, and just thinking back to birthdays gone by, um, my mum would be classic, absolutely classic with our birthday. And I'll say our because I share it with my twin sister. Um, so we would both normally get the same from her, which is very little. Um, we would all we would we'll get a gift. We would normally get a gift. I don't know if I'll get one this year. I don't know what to expect there. Um, but she'd normally just send it in the mail, so she wouldn't make any effort to actually drive and visit us. Um, I don't know. I'm starting to sound like I'm... I feel like I'm sounding like I'm just whinging and, you know, being ungrateful. Um, but if you know these situations, you'd, you'd understand. You just would like to feel a normal mother's love. And you'd like to feel that you were special. You really would. Just like to feel that normal... I'm a bit special and valued. Um, and you, I've never felt that, felt that on a birthday. My mum makes a point of not making an effort and always makes a point of making a bit of trouble. So she's, for years and years and years, she would not actually ask me to go out for lunch or anything but she would leave it till the last minute and then say something like I would have loved to have taken it or leave it to the day I'd love to have taken you out for lunch but you just seem always seem too busy or I, I thought you'd be spending the day with friends or I just you know I would love to have taken you out for lunch but never actually ask but then 
this just swings back and forth. All of this stuff swings back and forth. Because if she did ask me, that would cause me a huge amount of anxiety. Because I wouldn't want to go and I would have massive anxiety about should I, shouldn't I, when should I, where should I, do I, don't I, what do I do, what do I do. She's being nice, she's offering to take me for lunch. I don't want to go, I'm really stressed about it. What will she be like? I know what she'll be like. I really, really don't want to go, but then that's not very nice. She's been nice enough to ask me. So there has been a couple of times, I think, um, over fairly recent years that she may have asked. I'm not sure. But so many years, many, many years, she would do that other thing where she would just, I would have loved to have taken you out for lunch. Um, But it's never happened. It's never, ever happened. And for many years, I was kind of available. You know, kind of could have happened. Um, But she never put the effort to actually make it happen. Uh, And I'd always feel like I would have to organise it. So I know there was a few years where I invited my mum and dad for dinner at our place for my birthday. So I was sort of the one organising it and feeding them and doing that, you know, trying to make her feel included for my birthday. And, And I guess that's how it rolls. You have to do the work, you have to do the effort, and it's about making her feel included, not about me and my birthday, about her on my birthday. Um, another thing my mum's often done is, and I know this sounds a bit harsh to say, because I kind of do it when my boys have their birthdays, you think back to when, um, you know, the day you had them and, and that, but I don't know. She can very easily make it about her, very much so. Um, And I don't know. I just, I guess all I wanted to just touch on the subject of how how much stress is involved with your birthday when you have this sort of family dynamic. Um... And yeah, you, you, you just think of what you would love it to be like, you, what, how you would lo- like it to be. I think back, you know, childhood birthdays. Oh man, just so many. Just not how you would have liked it to be. I remember our mum organised a surprise party for our 16th birthday. And I know that sounds nice. I really do know that. But it wasn't what we wanted. It was like we were ter- we were sixteen, so we're getting to the stage of teenage. You know, you're wanting to be cool, you're wanting to have fun, and it was just this very, um, uh, her style of party at our house with sort of party food. Um, it wasn't a cool, fun party. I'd just put it that way. It was definitely not a cool, fun party. And that's where you're at when you're 16. You're wanting things to be fun. And nothing at my house was going to be fun. So we're kind of, I don't know, maybe embarrassed because you didn't want your friends coming to your house at a party like that. I don't know. I just remember it not being something that we liked. 
um, the things we wanted to do, we weren't allowed to do, and just, I remember another 11th birthday really sticks out in my mind. Um, we were really, everyone at school was into BMX bikes. Everyone was getting BMX bikes and everyone was riding them and we desperately wanted a BMX bike. And I think, must be at that age, everyone in the family was given a bike. Um, things like that always happen when you turned a certain age, when you were 12, you were given a watch. And must have been 11, you were given a bike. And so we knew we were going to get a bike and we desperately wanted BMX bikes. So we went off to the bike shop, it was a big ordeal, big hassle, and they couldn't afford to get us both BMX bikes and they wanted to get us these sort of very girly bikes with flower baskets on the front. And we hated them. They were like the worst thing you could possibly offer us. They were just so not what we wanted. We wanted the cool BMX bikes. And so it was this big, you know, serious discussion, not a fun time going off to the bike shop. And we were offered to get one BMX bike between us or to these two girly bikes, which we hated. And I don't know, we, we probably just wanted one BMX bike. I don't know, but we ended up getting the girly bikes, hated them hated them I honestly don't think we ever rode them we didn't want to be seen out on the street with them we certainly weren't going to ride them to school and that's what we wanted we wanted a BMX bike to ride to school um so we were pretty miserable and another thing I remember it must have been a pretty awful one that year because we wanted some really nice clothes another thing we wanted and so we got our mum made us these beige floral wraparound skirts and they're actually pretty cool now because, you know, that 70s look is back. But back then, they were horrible. And so we got those and these beige-coloured bone T-shirt to go with it. And I hated... We, we love pink. We love colours. We love pretty things. We didn't want brown and beige. And so we got those and we got these velvet purple thongs that we hated as well and they were something our sister wore and she wore these sort of wraparound skirts as well so we just got something that she wears and she's happy to wear them we should be happy to wear them and I know I've got a photo somewhere of me sitting on that bike with those clothes on and those thongs and my face just says it all I do not look happy um they're just a couple of birthdays that stick to mind. Another one when I was sort of a young adult and my twin sister and I both had our boyfriends, which are our husbands. Um, neither of them were approved of it all. And when we would have our birthday, our mother would organise a little family dinner and she would invite our nana, her mum, which we had no relationship at all with her, and invite this weird guy friend of our sisters he was very weird guy not definitely not a friend of ours and that happened for a, a few years where she wouldn't invite our boyfriends they were not invited because she didn't want to make our older sister feel left out so she would do this lovely meal and of course the food would have been nice lovely home-cooked meal 
and we'd be so miserable. All we wanted was our boyfriends there, or to be out with our boyfriends even better. We didn't want that kind of family dinner, but that's what our mum wanted, so that's what we got, and that's what she did for us. So I guess, you know, it, it was never thinking about us, really thinking about us, focusing on us, and it was more about her in relation to our birthday kind of thing, and that's very, very classic of a narcissist and a narcissistic parent. Just the whole theme runs through in every aspect, so obviously it's going to be in this one, that you are not noticed, you're not valued, um, you are not the important one, they are, and, you know, your birthday doesn't matter. Just because it's your birthday doesn't really matter, and you're certainly not going to be made to feel super special. Another one that comes to mind... Um, it was our birthday, and was I don't. It wasn't the day, but we were having a family lunch at a restaurant for our niece's twenty-first, and her birthday is like two days after ours. So, you know, we'd had our birthday. It was kind of our birthday too, and so my sister and I we turned up to this lunch, and. Our mum is over the top fussing over the niece and being so, so nice to the niece and just giving away all her niceness there while completely disregarding us and hadn't said happy birthday to us or acknowledged us for our birthday, just completely dismissing us, completely. And I realised the lunch was actually for our niece, I do realise that, but you can just tell. I know, again, I probably sound like I'm just whinging and making something out of nothing, but it's not. And you can just tell. She's doing it intentionally. She's completely intent on making us feel like that. And she leaves it till the end when you're actually leaving. And then, oh, are you leaving? Oh, I'll just get your present out of the car. And just all of that. There's no, like, real effort and... Um, you know, trying to make, trying to spoil you and make you feel special. It's just your presence in the car. I'll just go run out and go get it before you leave. And then, so she'll, she just would, you know, give us the gift and then, um, do her speech. I would have loved to have taken you out for lunch, but you didn't seem to have time. And that's it. So you're left, you walk away feeling awful. And it doesn't matter what's in the present. It doesn't matter what's underneath the wrapping. It really doesn't matter because you've got all those messages before you've received it. And like I said before, normally for quite a few years, she just wouldn't even bother trying to see you. And you'd just get something posted. And she would intentionally post it like a week before your birthday. So you receive it in the mail, so the message there is, I'm not going to bother trying to see you, here's your present. And you kind of, you know, you just don't feel good. You just don't feel good getting a gift like that. And, you know, it'll always have a card full of Christian scriptures in it, 
you kind of think, what what are these meant to be meaning? You know, it's my birthday. Do I have to get the Christian scriptures? Can't I just get a really nice card with beautiful words on it? Um, But without fail, those scriptures are always in there, always, for so many years. Um, Yeah, so I'm just touch on that because I've got a month leading up to my birthday there's going to be a lot of thoughts and emotions come up um and when it first happened it happened a few days ago that it occurred to me that it was my birthday I'm just gonna stop for a drink of water was really overwhelmed with how much anxiety I instantly felt when I thought about it and then depression you can very quickly start feeling really depressed Um, and so I realize I have a lot of work to do in the next few weeks so I, I have a choice I can go with that and let myself get quite depressed by the time my birthday comes I'll probably just be a miserable mess and I can just keep the anxiety feeling and all of that. Uh, or I've got the choice to not do that. Um, but I'm going to have to work really, really hard against it all. So my little strategies that I'll use, I need to keep my mind busy so I don't get lost in all those thoughts. I need to get a good book on Audible going so I can listen to a book when I'm driving and I'm working at home and everything. Um, Listening just to lighthearted podcasts, like definitely nothing about all this stuff and that, just keeping my mind off it all and keeping my mind occupied and busy to stop it going to those places. I'm gonna have to really work hard at putting nice music on I'm just obviously I have to work hard at uplifting myself so all the things I'm gonna have to do a lot of self-care in the next few weeks all of that mentally and physically I'm gonna have to be really really nice to myself and really look after myself and take care of myself um, so I will be doing all of that every day for the next few weeks make sure I don't go down because it's really easy to go down And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to allow that. But I'm going to have to work hard at it. Um, The other thing I need to make sure I do is make sure that when my birthday is coming up, I have plans. have to have some nice plans. So I have to make sure my own beautiful family are there for me, ready to look after me. I've learned it's not good just to expect them to do it all and give them no prompting or no ideas and then be disappointed if they don't do anything for you or don't do what you would have liked. So I will just say this is what I want to do, this is what we're going to do and just make some plans and make sure it's beautiful. A day at the beach, I don't want to do much, I'm really happy with a day at the beach with whoever of my family is available. My husband always spoils me on my birthday, so I know he's always going to be there for me. And a few of my kids are living away. They're working down at the snow, so they won't be around. So the couple of kids that I've got here and their partners, I'm just going to make sure I have a really lovely day and 
and occupy myself, keep busy and keep happy. Do everything that I possibly can do to keep happy so that all those dark thoughts and those awful feelings and the overwhelming loneliness that hits can't come in and pull me down because they, they're pretty strong. All that stuff is really strong and it can really pull you down. It can pull you into a really dark hole if you let it. And I'm definitely not going to let it. But it's hard. It's not easy. It's really not easy. Um, I do get hit with the overwhelming sadness of the loneliness of not having any other family in my life. Um, and that's a really tough one. And... Oh, I won't go on about that because I'll get sad just talking about it. I'll leave it at that. I'm driving to work again, so I might add some more this afternoon when I'm driving home. Um, but that's it, just talking about my birthday. Thank you very much for listening. Hi, I'm just going to add a little bit to that episode that I just did um, about my birthday. I'm just driving home. And I just re-listened to it. And I just want to add, I probably—I think I sound ungrateful um, when I'm talking about past birthdays. And I talk about gifts I got that I didn't like and stuff like that. Things my mum did do that, you know, I didn't like. And I, I thought I sound quite ungrateful. So I just want to clarify and talk about that a little bit. Because um, it's a difficult one that you struggle with in your own head because you feel like you do sound like that and you feel like you are ungrateful. And that's because, um, I forget how it's termed, but there's a common phrase used talking about narcissists like um, getting fed the crumbs. So you, you get fed the crumbs and you become used to being really, really grateful for the crumbs that you get. And that's kind of what I'm talking about in this sort of situation. Um, because you've been so used to not getting much at all and not being valued and spoiled and, you know, made to feel really special, that you get used to just getting the tiniest little bits and being just so grateful for and actually even feeling bad for. You're like, oh, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have spent any money on me. You shouldn't have bothered with your time just for me like I'm so sorry that you had to do that I'm so sorry it's my birthday and you had to spend some money that's what you do and just talking about like as a kid getting gifts that you know wasn't what you wanted and, and that sounds awful you know what kind of little brat bratty kid would do that you get a bike but it's not the bike you wanted and that does sound bad but we're just talking about kids. Kids, kids are kids. And they do, I mean, it's, it's just common. Every kid wants something that they really want. Maybe it's a certain doll. They don't just want a doll. They want that particular doll. Their heart is set on that particular doll. And so kind of what I'm talking about is... Um, you know, when, when a parent gives you a doll, not the one you wanted, and you're expected to be just so thankful and grateful. 
you know, a kid is going to be disappointed if it's not the one they wanted. Um, but they'll be made to feel like that, feel bad, that they should be just so grateful. A lot of kids would, you know, give anything to get a doll. A lot of kids don't get anything. That's the kind of mentality that you, you're given. And that's how I've been my whole life. I sort of learnt to be grateful for the little things that I do get. And of course I am. Of course I am. You know, that comes back to being grateful for being fed and clothed. But I guess it's the nurturing thing that you're not getting. And these are all examples of that. And the individuality you don't get. You want something really unique for you. You know what you want. You want, want that. You don't just want something that anyone... Like, I, I really do hope this makes sense because it is a very significant point. But you are very much programmed into the mindset of just being grateful for whatever you get. And... That's not good. It's not right. And I always swing it back to raising my own kids and, you know, what they would be like and how they would be and what they would want and how, how you would do it for them. And you just go out of your way to spoil them and make them feel special and get them exactly what they wanted. You know, maybe, maybe they wanted a shirt and they want a particular brand. You don't just go out and buy a brand that you think's okay and expect them to be happy with it. You, you just can't do that. It doesn't work like that. So that's what I'm talking about. I would be completely expected to just like what my mum liked and be thankful and grateful for that. But that wasn't me. It just wasn't me and he just wanted to be me. And just so much stuff comes in with that. You learn to, you know, it takes away your identity, all, all sorts of stuff. I won't get into all of that. But I just wanted to clarify, I'm not ungrateful. I wasn't a bratty child. I wasn't a spoiled brat. And I'm not now. You know, I still will get a gift from my mom. And, it, you know, might be something nice. And I am grateful, I am. But there's all these other messages that always come with it that take away from just getting a nice gift. And that's the part you don't like, that's the part you struggle with. It's, you know, the gift just doesn't cut it when the feelings don't come with it. You don't feel loved and valued and um, nurtured and special, which is what you want on your birthday. <laughs> I really hope that this makes sense. I, I just really want, I, I don't want to sound like I'm just a spoiled person and complaining about things that shouldn't even be complained about. I hope the extent of it is coming through with what I'm saying here. Um, that it is, it is a big thing. It is. It's not something to just brush off. And I suppose I've had that my whole life. People that will just say, you're overreacting, you're overthinking, you're not being thankful enough, you should be more appreciative, you should be this, you should be that. 
There's so much emotion and feelings behind the scenes of everything and that's what I'm referring to here. That's what I'm getting at. I'm getting to the underneath it, the underneath the scenes stuff. So I really do hope it makes sense. Thank you.